What's going on, guys? It's Danny from Fantasy Stock Exchange here today. I'll be going through my top week nine waiver pickups, 10 players total at the running back and wide receiver positions that you guys can pick up to boost your squad entering week nine of fantasy football. With crunch time heating up for your playoff push, these pickups can help you pick up some wins through bye weeks and injuries and potentially set you up for that crucial bye week in your fantasy football leagues. Again, hopefully you guys won in week eight, but if you didn't, I'll be outlining five main players and five audible mentions that can help you secure the dub entering week nine of fantasy football. As always, if you guys enjoy content like this, make sure you leave a like down below. Let's try to get this video to about 200 likes. And of course, subscribe to the channel. We are on the road to 20,000 subscribers. As always, currently at about 16.5,000. Appreciate you guys for that continued support. Let's try to hit 20K by the end of the season. But before I get into the video, as always, we're going to hit the intro. All right, before I get into the main players to watch this week on your waiver wires, these are guys that should probably be rostered in your leagues, but you guys should check to make sure, you know, in that 40 to 70% range. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for the New York Jets, owned in 48% of Yahoo Fantasy Leagues, and he looks phenomenal. He's the clear number one wide receiver on this team. Tough sliding for Elijah Moore. Hopefully he does get traded. But, but for now, Garrett Wilson is that one fantasy relevant receiver on this team. Romeo Dubs, wide receiver of the Green Bay Packers, showed out against the Buffalo Bills on Sunday Night Football. Michael Gallup, wide receiver of the Dallas Cowboys, finally saw his targets go up. Six targets this past week. They made it a priority in getting him involved early. Obviously, that game went out of hand very quickly with the Cowboys going up 28-7. But I do think long-term rest of season, they're going to be in closer games. Michael Gallup's going to be an integral part of that passing game. Definitely want him on my fantasy teams. Kadarius Tony wide receiver of the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, recent news, third and fifth round picks moving over from the New York Giants to the Kansas City Chiefs. Very excited to see what potential opportunity is in store for Kadarius Tony on that Kansas City offense. Moving through, Devin Duvernay, wide receiver of the Baltimore Ravens, with the recent injury news of Rashad Bateman being up in the air. Devin Duvernay should fit in as that clear-cut number one wide receiver and number two passing weapon in this offense behind Mark Andrews once he's ready to return. Allen Robinson, wide receiver, Los Angeles Rams, owned in 66% of leagues, and he just looked a lot better this week. He played a lot better. This Rams offense, you know, went through his hiccups against a tough San Francisco defense, but we expect him to figure it out long-term. We expect him to figure it out against inferior defenses, and at least I know Allen Robinson isn't as completely washed up as I went into the week assuming he was. Khalil Herbert, running back of the Chicago Bears, obviously got a ton of opportunity in this past game against the Dallas Cowboys, ran 16 times for 99 yards and rushed for a touchdown. He just looks like the more effective player at this point in David Montgomery. And even if he doesn't get that full-time role, even if he's at a 40 to 45% opportunity share in this backfield, he has standalone value. And, and then if anything were to happen to David Montgomery, his implied value is through the roof. Finally, Latavius Murray running back of the Denver Broncos looks like a clear 50-50 committee between him and Melvin Gordon. Two backs in this backfield. Latavius Murray handling that goal line, you know, short yardage type of situations with Melvin Gordon getting the third down work. And then finally, Chuba Hubbard running back of the Carolina Panthers, 43% roster in Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. And we saw how good Deontay Foreman has looked when Chuba Hubbard got hurt at the end of the fourth quarter last week. But they actually preferred him from an opportunity standpoint to Deontay Foreman prior to that injury. So I'm really interested to see how that opportunity share is divvied up between Foreman and Chuba Hubbard once he gets back. I think Foreman has probably earned that lead back status in this backfield based on his recent play, but I definitely think Chuba Hubbard should be involved in this offense. Now we go on to the Monday night football players you guys should be watching out for. Donovan Peoples-Jones, wide receiver of the Cleveland Browns, but with David Njoku out, there's a clear opportunity for him to be that number two pass game weapon after Amari Cooper. De'Ernest Johnson, running back of the Cleveland Browns 
as well. With the recent trade speculation of Kareem Hunt, apparently the Browns want a fourth-round pick for him. I do expect a contender to go out and trade for Kareem Hunt by the deadline on Tuesday, which should mean Dearness Johnson should fill in for that Kareem Hunt type of role if Hunt is dealt to a team like the Bills, the Rams, you know, maybe Miami, a team like that. I think Kareem Hunt is almost a sure lock to be dealt at this deadline. And then finally, on the Cincinnati side, Mike Thomas, wide receiver of the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think he's that great of a player, but I'm really interested to see how these targets are divvied up in Cincinnati with the recent news of Jamar Chase being heard and expected to miss out for the next four to six weeks. There's a clear opportunity to develop into that number three wide receiver in this offense. Tyler Boyd was semi-fantasy relevant prior to the Jamar Chase injury, so I'm very interested to see how Mike Thomas's role is on this offense. Samal J.P. Ryan, running back of the Cincinnati Bengals, has been that clear handcuff to Joe Mixon all year. Again, if anything were to happen to Joe Mixon, I think Samal J.P. Ryan is the back to own in that Cincinnati back. Field. Now we move on to the top five waiver pickups in the week and starting this list off number one pickup of the week is going to be Rondale Moore wide receiver of the Arizona Cardinals rostered in 35% of Yahoo leagues and when it comes to Rondale Moore he just showed up in a big way this past week if you guys had him in your lineups he totaled 92 receiving yards on seven catches and scored a touchdown he's finally showing that electric ability that made him such a polarizing prospect coming out of Purdue you know that raw speed that yak ability that was on full display when it comes to Rondale Moore this past week and he finally got that role that we covered it for him and you guys will see on the screen that Rondell Moore ran 52 routes this past week he ran 45 of those routes out of the slot this is the clear role that we've coveted for Rondell Moore we wanted him to spend more time in the slot where he is dominant and now we're finally seeing that Cliff Kingsbury is adapting and putting his best players in the position to make plays I think Rondell Moore is this clear-cut number two wide receiver and that wide receiver that the Arizona Cardinals drafted in the second round this past year showed on full display this week. If they keep him in the slot, if they keep him in that role to be able to use his yak ability to his advantage, I think he can be a top 35 level wide receiver, at least until Marquise Brown comes back, which I don't expect to be the case at least until, you know, week 13, week 14, giving you at least four games for Rondell Moore to really establish himself in fantasy football. Next pickup of the week is going to be Alexander Madison, running back of the Minnesota Vikings, rostered in 45% of Yahoo Fantasy League. And this is more so a, you know, he should not be on waivers, scoop him before he's worth all your fab type of player. But when it comes to Alexander Madison, that's exactly what he represents. He is one of those players that holds a tiny portion of standalone value. I'm not going to go crazy, but he's, you know, top 45-ish level standalone play. But his implied value is as high as any single top handcuff in fantasy football, maybe barring a guy like Tony Pollard. Like if Alexander Madison got this role tomorrow, if he got a big, you know, RB1 level load tomorrow on that Minnesota Vikings offense, this would be a top 10 level running back for the season. And when it comes to Dalvin Cook, we know that he has a degenerative shoulder and he has a ton of career touches. Sooner rather than later, he's going to miss a game, maybe two games, maybe the rest of the season. As much as we don't want to admit it, that's the risk of giving a player with that many career touches even more touches. Sooner rather than later, his body's going to break down. And Alexander Madison is a leverage play that, quite frankly, can win fantasy leagues down the stretch. Again, I mentioned workload talent, offensive situation, all bode well for Madison to be, again, a league winner down the stretch with that heightened workload. In terms of fab, I think 10 to 20% should be able to get it done for Alexander Madison. And then when it comes to Rondell Moore, I'm not sure if I mentioned it, but 30 to 50% is what I'd be willing to bid. Again, bye weeks, injuries, 
Rondell Moore, if you can get a top 35 level wide receiver play, absolutely worth that bid. I also do think Alexander Madison in that 10 to 20 range is well worth it because he, quite frankly, if Cook was announced tomorrow out for the next couple of weeks, this would be a 100% of your fab type of bid. Next on my list is going to be Rashad White, running back of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, rostered in 30% of Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. And while the usage for White dipped a tad from recent weeks, he was still able to command seven touches against Baltimore to Fournette's 12. And when it comes to Leonard Fournette, he has been extremely disappointing this year and could potentially be benched soon enough with how awful he's looked. Again, Tampa Bay's a bad team. They expected going into this year to be one of the top contenders in the NFC. That has not come to fruition. And part of that is how bad this run game has been with Leonard Fournette. Rashad White so far has been the clear, more efficient back, contributing on the passing downs as well. I do think that right now, Rashad White does more for this offense than what Leonard Fournette does. And speaking of that, that implied value is huge for fantasy football. Again, if Lenny were to miss any time, I genuinely think that Rashad White would fill in as an RB1 in those weeks. Not to mention, this could end up being a 50-50 split or possibly a split in White's favor in the oncoming weeks. Again, Tampa Bay has been pretty vocal that they've been let down by their veteran, you know, captain-level players. I think a lot of that flack goes to Leonard Fournette. So when it comes to Rashad White, RB1 level upside, RB3 level standalone value. I think he needs to be owned in every single fantasy football league. So, so the fact that he's only owned in 30% of Yahoo leagues, make sure you go pick him up. 10 to 20% should be able to get it done. And of course, if Fournette were to miss any time, this would be an all your fab type of bid. Next player, Kenyon Drake, running back of the Baltimore Ravens, rostered in 31% of Yahoo leagues. And this Ravens backfield makes another appearance in back-to-back -back weeks. Obviously, you guys would have heard last week's video, me talking about Gus Edwards. But this time, we're looking at Kenyon Drake. Gus Edwards, as we know, if you guys watched that Thursday night football game, left early in what's been described as a hamstring injury. He is expected to miss this upcoming game. And in relief of Edwards this past week, we saw Drake turn 11 opportunities into 67 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown en route to 16.7 PPR points. While the injury to Edwards is described as minor, he's not expected to miss much after this upcoming week. I do think this week that Drake could be, you know, a top 25, top 30 level running back in my rankings. And at this point in the season, bye weeks, as I mentioned, injuries, you know, the running back position is in dire need of a player that can actually give you a consistent role. And Kenyon Drake might just be somebody that you have to plug your nose. You have to make that fab bid on because just say you have like Christian McCaffrey. Like if you're losing Christian McCaffrey to bye week this week, Kenyon Drake could be that perfect one-stop gap. You don't really need him after this week. Christian McCaffrey's going to be coming back, but he can give you, you know, 8 to 15 PPR points, and you should feel content with that. So in terms of fab, again, I'm tempering my expectations. I'm tempering my budget spending when it comes to Kenyon Drake. But if, again, you need a running back this week, I think 5 to 10% should be able to get it done when it comes to Kenyon Drake. And finally, the fifth placement on my waiver wire options this week, my waiver wire pickups this week, is going to be Nico Collins, wide receiver of the Houston Texans, 15% rostered in Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. Although he did sit out this past week, week eight, with a groin issue, it's been described as, you know, day-to-day -day injury. I'm not really too concerned for it long-term. Nico Collins, to me, represents a fascinating opportunity to capitalize on potential trade speculation. He's been fine when healthy this year. You know, not a world beater, five targets per game, about a 15% team target share. But the opportunity here is the implied value for Collins. And when it comes to the Houston Texans, Brandon Cooks' name has been floated in so many trade rumors at this point. Green Bay, Dallas, you know, New York Giants, etc. So many contending type of teams that want to get a number one wide receiver. Brandon Cooks has been the name that's been most leveraged in trade talks in recent weeks. And if there's one player on this Texans team that could be the biggest benefactor of a Brandon Cooks trade, it would be Collins. When it comes to the Texans, again, it makes sense why they want to move off of Cooks. A 29-year-old receiver, $20 million AAV, it'd be much more beneficial for them long-term to be able to get that contract off the books, to get draft capital 
capital compensation for Brandon Cooks. If they can get, you know, a second or third round pick for Brandon Cooks, I expect the Texans to trade Brandon Cooks on deadline day, which is in fact tomorrow. When we're looking at this Houston wide receiver core outside of Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins is that clear number one wide receiver if they were to move on from Cooks. Again, I'm not too excited. I don't think, you know, he's instantly going to be a top 24 level play like Cooks was, but could he be a top 35 level wide receiver with that height and workload? I think that's potentially in the range of outcomes. Definitely worth the speculative ad. I don't think he's going to be worth a ton of fab on your wire considering that he did miss this past week. So your league mates can't just sort by, you know, week eight fantasy points because obviously Nico Collins wouldn't show up. I think 5% might be able to get it done. And again, the implied value here, if Brandon Cooks were to be moved, Nico Collins would be a weekly top 40 level wide receiver. So definitely worth monitoring. He could be somebody potentially within a week or two that in your own fantasy leagues you can use to upgrade. So maybe Nico Collins or Michael Pittman might be able to get you a guy like CeeDee Lamb. I think that's the range of Oakham we could be looking for when it comes to Nico Collins. Off the top five though, honorable mentions for me this week. I kind of changed my parameters when it comes to these honorable mentions, more so making these sub 25% options. So sub 25%, keep your eye on some of these guys. Terrace Marshall, wide receiver, the Carolina Panthers. Finally had that breakout game, nine targets, 87 receiving yards, and a touchdown this week going up against that Atlanta Falcons team. If he has that consistent wide receiver two role for the Carolina Panthers, he's on in 1% of leagues right now. Definitely worth a stash considering his level of draft capital investment just last year and his potential usage moving forward. So watching Terrace Marshall closely. Josh Palmer, wide receiver of the Los Angeles Chargers. Again, Mike Williams expected to miss the next few weeks. Josh Palmer could fill in as that big physical boundary wide receiver, which is what they need on this offense. Keating Allen coming back. Need that player that can play that Mike Williams type of physical role. I think Josh Palmer is the best suited on that team. Van Jefferson, wide receiver, Los Angeles Rams, had a quiet game coming back, but I'm very curious to see how those targets are divvied up after Cooper Cup when it comes to, you know, Tyler Higby, Van Jefferson, uh, Allen Robinson, and potentially Ben Skrowanek on this team. Finally, James Cook, running back of the Buffalo Bills. He would be very high on this list, but I do think that Buffalo might be in talks for a potential running back. However, can't deny what James Cook's been able to do. Very efficient on his touches. He turned six touches into 76 yards from scrimmage in this past week against the Green Bay Packers. And if they do not trade for a running back, he would be in that Rashad White type of territory where where he's got some standalone value. But if anything were to happen to Devlin Singletary, we're getting a player that can contribute on all three downs, has that second round capital, and is on one of the best offenses in the entire league when it comes to Buffalo. So definitely keep your eye on James Cook. Well worth that stash spot. But either way, I appreciate you guys for making it to the end of this video. Again, comment down below your favorite waiver claim of the week. And of course, as I mentioned, subscribe to the channel on the road to 20,000 subscribers. Get this video to 200 likes. Good luck in your week nine matchup. Hopefully you guys all secure your dubs. Peace out. Wire me the money